Radio Theater Project, Theater of the Mind for Today. Comedies and dramas, mysteries and science fiction, old stories and new. Radio Theater Project, Theater of the Mind for Today. Here is another fairy tale brought to you by that old geezer Grandpa Ed. This time he mashes up Cinderella and young adult vampire tales in the story called Tenderella, followed by the children's radio player's florist shop. Here's Grandpa Ed's Twisted Fairy Tales. Roll number four. Hi, kids. Yes, it's time once again for another great fairy tale told by our own Grandpa Ed. Now this is more like it. <laughs> so you like the new recliner chair the studio had put in just for you? Yeah, I do. And the fact that I had to hire a lawyer to get it only makes it a little sweeter. <laughs> so, sounds like you were very successful in suing the studio for breach of contract? Ah, uh, very successful. Now, if you were here instead of uh, home in your pajamas, you could join me for some pizza and beer. Okay. Who is today's junior guest? Hi, I'm Donnie Martin, and I live in Lyman, Washington. Hiya, Donnie. You listen to our show all the time? No, mostly I play Death League 3000 with my friend Billy Batson. But since the studio is paying me $50, I figured, heck, why not take the job? Wait, he's getting paid? Ah, just part of my court settlement. Thought I might spread the wealth around a little. But, but 50 bucks? Ah, just wait until you deliver your new espresso machine. Whoa, thanks, Grandpa Ed. Ah, you're welcome, Mr. Sleepshirt. Now, today's story is about a young girl who was very, very romantic. It's called Tenderella. Ew, a girl. Remember, 50 bucks. Yeah, I, I guess I can take it. Once upon a time in a faraway land called Great Expectations, there lived a girl named Ella. She was 15 years old and had a few problems. Ella, didn't I ask you to clean up your room? But Mom, the new Dark Striker romance is in, down at the Borderbound bookstore, and I just have to have it. I mean, if I'm the only girl in school who hasn't read it by Monday morning, I won't have anything to talk about with the popular girls. You don't want me to be a social outcast, do you? I want you to finish cleaning your room. You can go to the bookstore later. Besides, what happened to the e-reader your father and I got you for Christmas? It doesn't have the dreamy cover that you get with the paperback book, and you can't read it in the bathtub without risking a major disaster if you slip. I use it for all those boring books they assign for reading in English class. A $149 paperback replacement. School is costing more all the time. Now I'll tell you what, I'll finish cleaning your room if you'll take out the garbage. Work, 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 that's all I do. You're like some kind of evil stepmother. I just know I'm adopted. For the umpteenth time, you are not adopted. And even if you were, that would not make me your stepmother. Oh, sure. You know all that stuff about relationships and all. But what do you know about the tender emotions? Tender emotions? You know, love, passion, yearning, anguish, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> More than you think, sweetheart, or you wouldn't be here. Now scoot, take out the garbage. Oh, all right.
take the garbage out, clean your room, finish your homework. They'll work me to death before I'm 17. Hi, Ella. Oh, hi, Min. Your parents have you enslaved too, I see. Enslaved? I'm just taking out the garbage, not building the Great Wall of China. Oh, Min, it's the principle of the thing. I mean, the grown-ups just do not understand the importance of tender emotions. Which is why everybody is calling you Tenderella these days. They do? Then my passionate nature is finally appreciated. They don't mean it as a compliment, Ella. Oh. Well, at least I'm dressed for a passionate affair. This outfit cost a fortune down at the hot spot. And leaves very little to a boy's imagination. I'm surprised your mother lets you out of the house dressed like that. You should talk. You're still wearing an old pair of jeans and that Einstein sweatshirt. How are you ever going to attract a dark and mysterious lover wearing that? I wasn't thinking of a dark and mysterious lover. Just a date to the homecoming dance. I think Mac McCloyd is going to ask me out. Matt McCloyd? He's in the botany club. I'm in the botany club. You used to be in the botany club. We had a lot of fun together, Ella. Remember our motto, Girl Geeks Forever? Oh, that. I gave that up when I stopped wearing my glasses to school. And you can't see deadly squat without your glasses. Yes, I can. I just have to squint to get things to focus. Yeah, and that really looks attractive, right? Oh, go away. You're like some evil stepsister. Stepsister? I wouldn't even want to be your second cousin twice removed. I wish I could get away from this boring life. Hello, I'm your Farley godmother. Farley godmother? Yeah, that's me. Emma Farley, full-time real estate agent and part-time fairy godmother. Well, that explains the business suit and magic wand. But just how do you become a fairy godmother? I went to online university. Now, what is your wish? A new hot dress for the homecoming dance? A date with a new head jock, Mike Barnes? No. I want to leave this mundane world altogether. I want to go to the Dark Strikers Ball. You want to enter the world of the Dark Striker novels? More than anything, Farley. Sweetie, those stories are full of vampires and werewolves. And they're the nice people. There's a whole lot more that's even worse. My dark lover will protect me from danger. Okay, if you say so. It's your wish after all. So just a few magic words and a wave of my magic wand will transport you to the world of your dreams. Green Genie. Here you are, sweetie. The Dark Striker World. It's awesome! As you can see, you're wearing your red velvet ball gown, a necklace of black pearls, and a pair of glass slippers. Just what every Dark Striker romance heroine wears for a night out. They're beautiful, Farley. Boring! Oh, Farley, they're beautiful. What a bunch of girly mush. Who are you? I'm the junior guest. You're like, uh, you're like, you're like some little evil stepbrother. You're too dumb to even raid a little brother. Easy, kid. Don't fight with the fairy tale characters. But she's really dumb. Ah, the sooner we go on with the story, the sooner it's over with. Oh, okay, Grandpa Ed. Thank you, Grandpa Ed. Can we go on now? Yeah, go ahead. As you can see, 
Ravenhurst Castle is just up at the top of the hill. Hurry now, my dear. Your dark lover awaits. I'll hurry. But, hey, it's really hard to walk in these glass slippers. Beauty has its price, sweetie. Oh, all right. I'm coming, dark. Here I come. Oh, wow. Castle Ravenhurst. How cool is this? Excuse me, my lady. How may I introduce you? Well, I'm Alita. <laughs> no, no. Better yet, you can introduce me as Princess Tenderella, my good man. Very good, Your Grace. Announcing the arrival of Her Grace the Princess Tenderella. There you are, my princess. I knew from the moment I saw you that you were my one true. Eternal love. How could you? We've never met before. Oh, my darling. You and I are very old souls. In a previous life, we scorched the countryside with the heat of our passionate love affair. Yeah. Yeah, right. I knew that. And now, my love, I shall fetch you a glass of punch that we may toast our eternal bond. Good idea. <laughs> you go ahead and do that. Hello. <gasps> I am the Countess Lucretia Dementia Traitorton. You, you startled me. I'm the Princess D D Princess Tenderella. Yes. All the Dark Striker world is abuzz with rumors of your beauty and grace. Really? Yes, really. So, do you know Dark? Yes. Three hundred years ago, he and I were lovers until a tragic event tore us apart. Now, we're just good friends. Hey, Ella, you better watch out for her. Why should I? Did you catch her name? I may just be a kid, but I know foreshadowing when I hear it. Well, I think she's charming. But... Forget it, kid. You tried to warn her. Now, where were we? I was about to offer you this glass of punch. Oh, well, Dark went to go get me a glass already. Yes, but as you can see, he's been delayed talking with Count Vampiris. The Count is a notorious busybody and is probably plying Dark with questions about you. You really think so? I certainly do. Now, do have a sip of this wonderful punch. It will do wonders for you. My, this, this punch is certainly, um, green. Green and bubbly and, well, I, I think it's smoking a little. Yes, good old Castle Ravenhurst punch. It's famous throughout the Dark Striker world. Well, bottoms up. Woo, that's, that's pretty zippy punch. I, uh, I, I think I, uh, that is, I think, uh, maybe, uh... You are in my power. I am in your power. You will do whatever I ask of you. I will do whatever you ask of me. Come, follow me. We will descend into the crypts beneath the castle. Beneath Castle Ravenhurst, my dear. Look up. 
and greet your new friends. Ah! Zombies! Yes, my own army of zombie henchmen, men who served me faithfully in life and still serve me in death. <laughs> yeah, that's real funny, Countess. But your zombies move about as fast as well-iced molasses, so it's going to take them some time to get me. I know, but there are so many of them, and they all stand between you and this open door. They will reach you in time, and then they will feast upon your living flesh. <laughs> I thought they ate brains. Those are movie zombies. These are the old-fashioned kind who eat living flesh to keep from rotting away. Gee, thanks for clearing that up for me. Like it's really going to make any difference anyway. But I'm not frightened. Okay, well, maybe a little. But my dark lover will come to save me. And here I am. So, Dark, you come to foil my hideous plan. Yes, I have. Release my eternal love. You know, 300 years ago, you called me your eternal love. Well, you were. Then? What do you mean by that, Dark? He means, my dear, that he has had many eternal loves. One after the other. Say it isn't so, Dark! Well, uh, you know how it is. No! How is it? It's just that after a hundred years or so, a relationship can get, you know, kind of stale. Stale? Oh, fickle ex-lover. Until you return to me, I will trap and destroy every woman who tries to take my place. But you said you and Dark were just friends! Oh, darling, if you believe that, you are much younger than I thought you were. Release her, Lucretia! Never! Then I shall force you to with my occult powers. No, you won't. <coughs> Man, I hate it when she disappears like that. <sighs> okay, she's gone. Now, get me out of here. Oh, well, there is a slight problem with that. What problem? Her entire army of zombie henchmen still bars the way. Now, this is not to say that I am not a paranormal being of incredible power, but by the time I hack, slash, and rip my way through them... Yes, go on. Well, by then, they will have picked you down to the bare bones. I see. You mean that no matter what your press release says, you really can't save me, right? Uh, yes. Right. But why don't we pledge our undying love for each other before they start chewing on you? It is almost the hour of midnight. Tag with that, I'm getting out of here. Farley! Farley! Farley Godmother! Help! Hi, sweetie. Ooh, yuck! Zombies. <laughs> I take it you want to go home now? Yes, Farley, right now. But, but what about our eternal love? Go bite yourself, you paranormal ah. lunatic. Grab hold of my hand, sweetie. We're going to burn a patch out of here. Go, Farley. Because I am. Well, that landing was kind of rough. But we're home again. Oh, I never thought these garbage cans would look so good. So, you're happy to be back in the mundane world? Oh, yes, I am. I am never going to call it mundane ever again. Is there a lecture coming about the lessons I should have learned back there in Dark Striker World? Nope. 
If you can't figure that one out on your own, then you aren't really nearly as smart as I think you are. Thanks, Farley. Hey, I gotta finish cleaning my room and get changed. Going someplace? Yeah, it's about time I told Min how sorry I am that I've been acting like a jerk. I hope she still wants to be friends. I'm pretty sure she does. Sometimes friends stick with us even when we really don't deserve it. Min strikes me as a real true friend. She is, Farley. Then I guess you'd better get going. Just remember, I'll be somewhere out there keeping an eye on you. If you really desperately need help, give me a shout. I will. So long, sweetie. Shaboom! Ella, is that really you? Sure is. But you're wearing your old blue jeans and your Stephen Hawking's t-shirt. And my glasses. And I got my hair in a ponytail. So, how does it feel? Good. Really good. For the first time in about a year, I don't feel like a character in a play. I feel like me. It's good to have you back, girlfriend. Is this the end of Tenderella? Yeah. You know, those glass slippers are murder on your feet. You haven't given up on those tender emotions entirely, have you? Nah. Who knows? Maybe someday I'll meet a really hot forest ranger. Yeah, and he'll have a really hot friend who wants to date me. Right. And they'll both be so hot that even Margot Ellis and her snooty friends will be jealous. Now that's my kind of fantasy. Come on, we can still make Botany Club if we hurry. Is that it? Is it over? Yeah, it's over. What about my 50 bucks? Uh, the check will be in the mail tomorrow. Great. Thanks, Grandpa Ed. See you around. See you around, kid. Hey, Grandpa Ed. My new espresso machine came while you were telling the story, so I'm off to try it out. Good. Don't blow yourself up. Oh, come on. That only happened once, Grandpa Ed. It won't happen again. Alone at last. Yeah. I thought they'd never leave. Where do you want to have dinner? How about the burger barn? Great. Shall we go? It only takes a wave of my wand. Presto! Roll number seven. Well, kids, that's all for today. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to tune in next time for another swell fairy tale told by our very own Grandpa Ed. The florist shop is filled with all sorts of flowers, both happy and sad. Let's listen to their conversations as we find out who is who. Flowers are a rare and beautiful creation. Why, man has worked many long years to perfect the bud that I have become. Uh, oui, oui, madame. You, Queen Anne, are the most beautiful long-stem creation. Indeed, we feel lucky just to be near you, madame. Yes, yes. Well, you should, I suppose. Everyone needs a heroine to admire. 
And though it is a heavy burden, I am willing to be that heroine for you, my plain little minions of the florist's cooler. And after all, there is no greater place to have dominion over this florist's cooler in the richest part of town. Well, there is no greater purpose in this beautiful big city. Hey, hey, Rosie, isn't this awesome? I mean, Her Majesty over there says that we are the finest in the finest floors cooler in the richest part of the biggest city ever. Man, we are awesome, right? I mean, <laughs> don't you feel awesome? Hey, hey, what's the matter with you, little Miss Droopy Leaves? Y you don't look very proud at all. Come on, get with it. You're supposed to be basking in Her Majesty's glow along with the rest of us. Come on. Uh, by the way, uh, what's a mini onion? Do you think I'm a very good one? I mean, you are you even paying attention? What is up? Is being a mini onion making you cry? It's minion, and I'm not sure that trying to be one is good for you. Oh my, oh my, I don't know what's wrong. I'm just, um, uncomfortable. Well, it's no wonder, young lady. The way you droop over like that, your posture is perfectly primitive. And you take no pride in your appearance. Why, comb through those petals and get them back into neat, tight rows right now. How sloppily they have fallen about. Why, any self-respecting rosebud would know better. And straighten up those leaves, too. Why, they are all cattywampus. They reach out and down and up in all different directions. Get with it, young lady, or Queen Anne will have to speak to the florist. We need to make the right impression when people gaze upon us through the glass door. I don't want any slovenly flowers in my display case. Oh my, oh my. Oh well, yes, I am so well. Sorry for any um, trouble, but I will, I'll certainly try you, um, mightiness, um, my lady. <laughs> This wild Rosie is hopeless, I'm afraid. You there, Shane, uh? the Shasta Daisy, is she a friend of yours? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, dude, uh, I mean, uh, Majesty, she, uh, she is definitely a friend of mine. Octavio, have those two move to the back shelf. We don't want them in view. You, Shane, you keep an eye on that one and be prepared to report back to me. Uh, right, 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 dude, dude, I mean, I mean, your majesty, uh, I'll be delighted to do your bidding. I am one of your mini onions. Uh, uh, I, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah, right, uh, thanks. Ridiculous little twigs, your majesty. I don't know why you bother. They should uh, just be cleared out with the, uh, how you say, the, the wiltlings. Oh my, oh my, I just don't feel right. I mean, something is missing. Look, Wild Rosie, you've got to buck up. you got to get it together, girl. That long stem rose runs this place, and she just assigned me to report on you. Okay, I'm in quite a fix here, and I want to help you. I really do, but I don't want to get into trouble with her. Uh, uh, come on now, come on, get with the program. Well, I want to, but I just can't. Wait, wait, wait. Ah, oh, whoa, dude! I see what's wrong. There's this little bug hiding down in there. It's in your petals, right? No, no, over on this. Quit, quit moving around. I'll, I'll just brush the little bug out. Come on. I mean, come on. You'll be a good as new. Quit. Cut. Hey, come on. Right over here. Just. No, no, don't do that. No, just a minute. Just a minute. Hold still. I, I've almost got it. Cut it out, Shasta Daisy. That's not my problem. Just, just, no, it's... Okay, no. Just a sec. No, come on, come on. Just a sec. Oh, that little creep. He is creeping away. Okay, he is a hard one to catch. Okay, no, I almost got him. No, no. Rosie, lean this way and dump him. No, this way. Rosie, Ugh. this... Oh, oh, stop it, Shane. Will you please stop pulling at me? 
Herman is not the problem. Herman? You named a pest. Okay, you are crazy. Girl, there is more wrong with you than just uncombed petals and wild multidirectional leaves. This Herman thing is a pest, not a pet. Actually, Shane, he is neither. He is my friend, just like you. It's okay, Herman. Come on out. My friend Shane would never hurt another friend of mine. Would you, Shane? Oh my, oh my. I just can't seem to straighten up at all, but I need all the friends I can get, and Herman is one of my friends, Shane, so please be nice, please. Hello, Shane, my boy. It is my pleasure to meet you, to greet you. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Now, what has got my little blossom sighing and slumping? Dude, Herman, is it, huh? Well, yeah, yeah, right. Oh my, oh my. I just can't quite put my finger on it. I mean, I have these lovely dreams. These beautiful images of fields and warm breezes and buzzing bugs and fluttering butterflies. Oh, and the raindrops, lovely shiny driplets, magical little splashes, very refreshing. Now, why would a beautiful dream make me feel so very sad? Because it's not a dream. It is a memory. Dude, dude, cut, spit that out. Cut it out, dude. Right now. How dare you try to chew on my leaves? Don't you dare do that again. Go on, out with it. <laughs> All right, Mr. Greedy Daisy. As far as I can see, you've got plenty of leaves. You could certainly share. One or two nipples. My goodness, such a fuss. What did you say, Herman, about my dream? What he said was, it's not a dream, but it seems to me you ought to know if you're dreaming or not. I mean, come on, do not listen to this worm. It's not a dream, it's a memory, and I am not a worm. Thank you very much. I am a grub. So there, smart petals. Grub schlub. I mean, dude, how can it be a memory if there are, like, no fields or warmth or raindrops here? I mean, come on, really, dude. Drips of water in the cooler would open up the way for mold and black spot, and that is disgusting. I mean, maybe that is why you wake up so sad, Rosie. It's like you're really having a nightmare. I mean, I myself would wake up completely freaked out, and having a grub running along has just got to give you the creeps. But it is a memory. It's a memory from the days as a tiny, tiny seed. Oh, now that is nuts! Come on, man. I do not believe... I don't even believe you're a grub anymore. You're like a, a lie bug or something. Because nothing that comes out of you is true. No flower can even remember back to before they grew leaves. I mean, the idea of a tiny, bitty seed having memories, that is nuts! What's that, Herman? When I was a seed? Where was I when I was a seed? What an interesting idea. Tell us more, please. You grew from a seed that was thrown from a pod on your wild flower mother. Mother. What a lovely sound that is. What is mother? Well, when a flower grows out in nature, out in the wild, it grows at the feet, well, roots, of its mother. The mother is an older flower that has grown in the sun and rain and breezes of the field. When it grows old, at the end of its summer, it turns its energy inward and nurtures seed. 
Well, my goodness, this is sounding familiar somehow. Familiar? Absolutely not. No, no, no. Listening to the raving imaginations of this worm is not going to help you be happy and content in a floral sample, okay? We need to get rid of this intruder so you can start fitting into the bouquet. Okay, I, I, I need to get some backup here. I need some help. Okay, your majesty, your majesty, I do hate to interrupt, but we've got a situation here. Your majesty, we require your attention and authority. Tell me more, Herman. I'm starting to feel better, you know. I feel more comfortable, more, well, more like myself. So you mean there really is a field and cooling raindrops? Yes, indeed. Buzzing bugs and butterflies, too. And they are lovely, just as you remembered them. So the environment isn't sealed off like it is here in the city cooler? No, the environment changes with every shift of the breeze, my dear. Attention! Attention! Intruder alert! Intruder! Batten down the hatches and pull your pedals in tight! Warning! Warning! There is an insect in the cooler! Repeat! Insect in the cooler! Prepare for the spray! Duck down, everyone! Here it comes! Quick, Herman! Hide in my pedals! <coughs> oh, that was close! Oh, that was close! This has been Radio Theater Project, an anthology of modern radio theater, presented by KSVR Studios. Radio Theater Project, Theater of the Mind, for today.